I don't know. Hey Alexa, what's the definition of fable? A fable is an abbreviated fictional story that aims to teach a moral lesson. Typically, animals or inanimate objects are portrayed as protagonists in the story, and anthropomorphism, or giving the characters human traits, is employed to convey the desired moral. Fables can be written in prose or verse and may feature other mythical creatures or natural forces as main characters. Okay, okay, that could work. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rock and Roll Fables with Kenny Bodkin. Okay, I got a story for you. On Thanksgiving Day, 1974, John Lennon performed three songs with Elton John at Madison Square Garden. This is the story of how that happened. Several months prior to that, Elton and John Lennon had gone into the studio and uh, Elton had helped John Lennon with, uh, this is going to be confusing with the John and John Lennon, Um, Elton helped John with uh, whatever gets you through the night. You can hear him playing piano on it and singing background vocals. Um, And that kind of sprung from uh, Elton recorded Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and uh, John Lennon contributed some vocals and some guitar to that. You can't really hear John Lennon on that track as much as you can hear Elton John on John's track. And uh, Elton um, was pretty pretty hyped about whatever gets you through the night and he was pretty sure it was going to be a hit. John Lennon did not share that feeling at all and they made a bet and says listen if this hits number one I will join you on stage and we'll do this song and and that was the bet lo and behold it hit number one so whatever gets you through the night was actually the only number one hit that John Lennon had as a solo artist in his lifetime. So Thanksgiving, 
1974, Elton was playing uh, Madison Square Garden in New York City, and uh, John Lennon made good on his bet. He walks out on stage. Apparently beforehand, he was almost physically ill. He was super nervous about it. It had been quite some time since he was on stage. He was in the middle of his, um, what they call the Lost Weekend, um, away from Yoko. And uh, he played Whatever Gets You Through the Night with Elton. He played Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. And he did I Saw Her Standing There, which ironically enough is a Beatles song that he never sang. It was always Paul that sang that one. Legend has it that Yoko, uh, that was the night that they reunited. He had um, started a relationship with uh, his personal assistant, Mei Pang, and, um, in July of 1973, and they had been apart for 18 months. Um, and then uh, they were, she showed up at the show. Um, Elton's guitarist, Davy Johnson, uh, says that he believes the two reunited that that evening. Um, says uh, that night Yoko did come to the show, and uh, John didn't know that she was in the audience. Uh, she he thinks he would have been really nervous if he had known Yoko was in the crowd. But they got together soon after that, and it was very special for them. Uh, Johnston believes that Elton worked behind the scenes with uh, John's assistant Tony King to get uh, Ono to the show. They, uh, they knew she was coming and all the rest of it. And Yoko actually sent some beautiful gardenias for John to say good luck with the show. And if you look at the footage, um, and there's not very many pictures from the show, uh, but uh, you'll see in John's uh, buttonhole a, garden a gardenia uh, that he had gotten from that, that bouquet. Um, but he didn't realize that she was at the show at the time. Johnston goes on to say, the night of the concert, I was tuning all the instruments backstage and John came into the dressing room looking terrified. The guitarist recalled. And I said, John, are you okay? And he was like, well, no, I think I want to throw up. I feel so nervous. Because he hadn't played like in forever. So it was so long since John had done a live performance, but I tuned his guitar up, and I kind of gave him a hug, and I said, look, I'll see you up there. You're going to be great. Fortunately, um, John Lennon did go on stage and received a massive ovation from the crowd, and uh, it was um, what turned out to be his last performance um, in front of a large-scale crowd before his death in 1980. 
Isn't that something? Okay, I got a story for you. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, uh, previously of Nirvana, I could spend uh, an hour telling Dave Grohl's stories. He has a book out, Storyteller, which is just full of amazing, uh, interesting rock and roll stories. But the one I'm going to tell today is um, he was doing a concert in Sweden, in uh, Gothenburg, Sweden on uh, June 12th, 2015. And he is um, into the second song of the gig. And they usually play, you know, close to three hours, you know. So he walks towards the edge of the stage playing guitar and falls off of it. And it's a pretty sudden drop. It's uh, it's pretty far. He falls to the, to the floor and... Um, and trying to break his fall, he ends up breaking his his leg. And it is, I mean, if you've seen the seen the um, X-ray of it, it is a, a clean snap on one of the major bones in his leg. And it had to be extraordinarily painful. He says it wasn't, but I gotta think it was. Next thing you know, there's roadies and medics all around him trying to get him okay, you know, and. Uh, he, he tells the band, keep playing, Taylor, you sing. I'm going to uh, go get this fixed. I'll be right back, you know. So they take him back, and they quickly discover that uh, his leg is indeed broken, and he is running off of adrenaline. So the the doctor, they have a doctor on, on staff there, Dr. Johan Samson, and he pronounces it with a Swedish accent, and there is um, no way that I'm pronouncing it correctly. But, um, uh, but it's written, uh, Johan Samson. And um, uh, he actually resets the foot and puts like a, a makeshift splint around it and says, you need to go to the hospital right now and we need to take care of this. Dave is like, there is a stadium full of people out here who have, you know, paid a good money b taken time off gotten babysitters everything that it takes to go to a concert nowadays and they came out for eight minutes of music i don't i don't think so that's not the way this is going to go down so uh he convinces the doctor says what what needs to happen you know as well someone needs to hold your hold your leg in place so it doesn't get worse you know his his ankle is like flopping in the breeze if no one's holding it there so um, uh, he tells the doctor, okay, you're it, you know, and goes out on, they carry him out on stage. And uh, Dr. Sampson uh, is on his knees in front of Dave Grohl, holding his leg in place for the whole concert. And uh, Dave says, you know, for the first 
couple songs, you know, he was just like really intent and, you know, holding the leg still and everything like that. And after a few songs, he starts bobbing his head. And, and you know, this this guy is a, is a real Foo Fighters fan. And this had to, you know, really seal the deal with this being his favorite band. So they play close to two and a half hours with this doctor holding his leg still, Dave Grohl sitting, giving every bit of energy that he's got to every show. I've seen the Foo Fighters, and it is a very energetic, very fun show. It is, it is rock and roll like it's meant to be played. So for concerts after that... Um, he had a throne built so he could sit on stage and play. And if you haven't seen it, look it up. You know, Google uh, Dave Grohl throne. And this is an amazing piece of work there. It's a big, you know, Foo Fighters logo on the back. It's got laser beams. It's got a total of uh, 18 guitar necks sticking out of it. It is pretty badass. Uh, it was um, constructed by uh, his lighting director, Dan Hadley. And uh, they say they did it in five days. And uh, the sketch for the for the throne was done by uh, by Dave Grohl, uh, and he says he was um, uh, really high on morphine when he did it. And and it, it does look like a uh, something you would sketch on the back of your of your notebook in uh, history class when you're bored. year after that uh, uh, the Guns N' Roses uh, tour did a, had a reunion and, and Axel uh, broke his foot on stage and uh, Dave let him use the Foo Fighters throne till he recovered because there is no nicer man in rock and roll than Dave Grohl Back to Dr. Johan Samson. He uh, was at Lollapalooza in Sweden when uh, the Foo Fighters were playing, and uh, and Dave spots him in the audience, and they uh, start singing "My Hero" to him, and they bring him up on stage, and uh, he he sings with with Dave, and then uh, they sing to his wife, who's a nurse who went and got the got the plaster and the drugs and everything for Dave, and. Uh, and uh, you know it's one of those clips on YouTube that if uh, um, you know you know you get those those hairs standing on the edge of your arm because it is rock and roll and it is really something. Ain't that something?
You've been listening to Rock and Roll Fables with Kenny Bodkin. We can be contacted at kenny.d.bodkin at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and support your local musicians.